0: So I wanted to talk about um, self acceptance and time. So self acceptance and time are two things that um, are pivotal in changing your life and are pivotal in the ability not only to change your life, but to get on well in the world and to manage your life as well as to go through adversity. So when I went through my own style of adversity. Uh, things such as abuse and rape uh, losing a child depression where there was an attempt on my life one of the things that was really overwhelming was the point where I had to do self-acceptance so I had to go through and had to look at my life so as an example if you look at your body and you say I don't like this part and this part and this part then you will never work with the body that you have. So, or you you want to get stronger and healthier, but you don't start with where you are. You start at more advanced exercises. You're only going to put yourself working from a place that you aren't, and you won't be able to work to the goals that you want because you're not working the right steps. Well, the same with our mental abilities and the same with our time in our life and to achieve our goals to go through adversity you have to get real with yourself and you have to really honestly accept who you are and where you are and what you are and how you are and once you do that whether it's what your day looks like and you are also some of the contributor to creating things that are not efficient in your time and to other things that pull your time left right and center or it's what your body looks like, why it looks that way because you eat and maybe you do or don't do movement or it's not, um, you put pro, pro in procrastination or you set a goal, but you never really tried to do it. You just set the goal and then feel ashamed because you don't do it. So you have to get radical acceptance and radical acceptance helps you to work with the time you have, helps you to work with the life you have, helps you to work with the people you have, helps you to work with everything you have. So one of the things I had to look at was I had to be radically honest about that I was in a state of and experiencing depression. I was in a state of trauma and I wasn't healing because I was utilizing the culture of distraction. So I was going online and posting. I was talking to people, but never being actually real. I was pretending everything was okay, the positive outlook. I was um, in that realm where you could distract yourself from being radically honest. And that didn't allow me to do and accept me and work with me. So everything I did kept failing. And I kept wondering why. And then I kept looking at the outside world and blaming it as well. But the reality was it was failing because I was failing myself with not being honest with myself. The lies we tell ourselves are in fact the things that hold us back. The other thing that can hold us back in this world with cultural distractions such as I mentioned social media, um, speaking to a friend with not with vulnerability, so not being honest about where you sit in your life, not being honest with the relationships you have, Potentially taking substances. So substances, you know, maybe you have pains and you don't actually try to address them. Like maybe you've got muscle aches and pains and you could do some flexibility. And that flexibility would take them away, but you keep taking a Panadol or an Aspirin or an Neurofen or something of this nature. Radically accepting it. Maybe you're taking fat burners and um, pre-workouts to get your energy going, but you've taken so many of them, you no longer feel the kick from it because your body is so acclimated to it and you keep taking more and more, and then that creates anxiety, it creates depression, it creates skin rashes, um, it could create panic attacks because your body is in this state of fight and flight from all of that adrenaline running through from the substances. And so you have to get real and say, okay, well, I need to do the hard work. And being vulnerable actually means that you feel super uncomfortable in the moment, and it's true strength. If you're vulnerable and comfortable, you're not vulnerable. So being vulnerable and accepting where you are to be like, oh, okay, I have six coffees a day. I'm gonna cut them out and I'm gonna detox. And you're gonna be super uncomfortable about it. And you're gonna be tired and you're gonna go through a detox and then you're gonna come out the other side. You're also gonna be frustrated and so on and so forth. So accepting where you are and whom you are is a number one thing to be able to utilize your time, to be able to create goals, to be able to get over adversity. The other thing that I like to think about when you are trying to get through and trying to use your time wisely and trying to change your life or trying to make sure that you have everything you really want to accomplish is to understand that it's hard. And to understand that you are not your emotions, you you may have sensitivities you may experience depression you may experience anxiety you may have experienced an event but you are not those events you are not that emotion and so it's very important not to fuse yourself with the experience or the emotion because you need an outside perspective now one way to do that would be to think of yourself as a friend and your friend had told you the situation, which was your situation. And then what advice would you give that? And then by that advice, you follow that. Or you speak to your older self, your wiser self, and the same advice. That is a pivotal thing in helping change. So one example was there was an elite runner who was an Olympic level runner and they had injured their hamstring and they kept on training on the hamstring. And the therapist said, you know, you're only going to damage yourself further. If if you had a colleague that was running, what would you say? They'd say, stop automatically and go and rest and recover. And that's what they had to do. But they kept pushing and pushing. And it wasn't until they radically were honest with how they were, the lives and the things they were doing that was actually depreciating the success, and they started to change, that they actually got results. So Get radically honest with yourself and start to accept things. This is gonna be pivotal in changing goals. So if you eat poorly, if you, if you don't do the things you should be doing to achieve your goals, you know that's why you're not achieving your goals. Don't sit there being ashamed or, or feeling judged. Sit there honestly and say, okay. So the second thing that is fantastic to utilize is habits. And habits can take up to 60 days to really settle into your system. So when you set a habit, you want to set a habit that allows you to be able to go through it without feeling overwhelmed. So these 30-day programs where you have a full lot of habits all the time, everything's changed at once, is too overwhelming and it's too much. It's the instant gratification culture. And in 30 days, it's not long enough to hold these habits and it's too intense. So look at habits like changing one meal at a time, and changing, you know, to exercise once a week, and then the next week maybe stay at once a week, and then the third week go for two times a week. If you're bringing exercise in, or stretching, or meditation, or changing a uh, nutrition, change one meal for two weeks. Then after two weeks, change a second meal for two weeks. And so after eight weeks or so, you've got your whole meal plan changed, or you've got a really good exercise routine, or stretching routine and it has not overwhelmed your system, and some of the habits are starting to sit while some of them are getting accrued and placed into play. So look at that as first we make our habits and then our habits make us. So we firstly want to accept where we are so we can work with whom we are and follow the path of what we are to be able to do the stepping stones of who we are and what we need to be able to become what we want. Secondly, don't fuse yourself with everything, your emotions, your things that are going along. You know, I could, I, as a person, you know, so many fuse a naked body with porn, but I don't do porn. And I could fuse myself with that experience and then feel utterly ashamed. But I share art and I share movement to develop body confidence and self-acceptance and self-love and because I also had issues with that. I had a lot of people shame me during my life. And so I wanted to get over that limitation that my body stopped me from moving. And that was such an important thing. So I had to get honorable with myself and honest and take out the words that did not be a part of my experience and also did not resonate. I also had to be honest with myself and tell the right story as well to empower myself instead of shame myself. Because part of the experience is holding on to lies that someone else tells about you and your life and becoming yours and fusing yourself with that too. So we have to become the observer so we can see our thoughts, we can see our experiences, we can see our relationships, and we can see actively and accept them and then set boundaries and habits and things that can make it into play. And lastly, one of the things to utilize your time well to help you to grow as a human is routine. Routine makes you feel safe. It gives you structure. It helps you to see that you are achieving goals. It also helps you to make sure your habits are supporting you when your motivation runs out you're going to go through times when that runs out or you're not feeling so well. So having good habits comes in play with good routine. Now, a lot of people mistake a good routine thinking that it's Monday to Friday, the same stuff. But a good routine could be every second Monday, it could be CrossFit. And then the second Monday could be a yoga class. It doesn't have to be the same thing each week. And then every three months, you change it up. So then you're going um, to an acrobatics class, and you are doing a pilates class instead and then every six months you go on a retreat um, to do a workshop in a movement practice of your style and that's a routine so the routine can be exciting and fun and boisterous but at the same time holding you accountable and at the same time helping you to achieve and feel safe and feel like you are moving forward so Work with these things, so work with radical acceptance. Accept where you are so you can move forward from where you are and whom you are, and be whom you are. Work with not being in the distracted culture. You have to be honest and make sure that you're not the one scrolling two hours a day so you don't have time to do your workout or you don't have time to spend time with your family. You need to understand that you can turn that off, but that's a distracted culture. You have to understand that if you're having too much supplements or things of that nature, that you're going to get exhausted and you can change that. But you have to be accepting of the bad relationship or the good relationship or the relationship of need for change. So these these things are going to help you and then making sure you do not fuse yourself with the situation or the feeling or emotion so you can also observe and give good advice like you would with a friend, making sure you follow it. And then finally using habits and routines to be able to make you feel safe, make you feel like you're progressing, but also help you when your motivation falls short or you're having a bad day. So I hope this helps you to kind of understand how to get more out of your time, how to be able to move yourself forward, how to be able to not distract yourself and limit yourself in life. They're just little things that will go a long way if you actively work with them. Thanks for joining me and have a great day. Bye.